Fintech Australia and Tier 1 People present the 2022 People's Choice Awards. The Finney's Award, where the Australian fintech community gets to decide the winner. Make sure to join us on the 23rd of June, 2022 in Melbourne for the industry's most prestigious awards event. Unhedged is finalist in this year's People's Choice Award for Emerging Fintech of the Year. Well, congratulations, Peter, on making it to the People's Choice Award finals. This is the award that the fintech community gets to decide. How are you feeling about Unhedged um, making it this far? Wow, how exciting, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. Well, look, I thought we could share with you, and this is your first time on the podcast, so I thought it would be great if you could share with the, the listeners what the, the big problem is that, that Unhedged solves. So basically, the big problem is that that investing is is extremely hard, right? Um, it's not only hard, but it's also expensive. So, for example, if you take uh, uh, 400k to a financial advisor, you're three and a half percent in the hole every every year. Uh, if you do it well, it's two percent. Um, when you look at the the general robo advice space, that's where we're in. Um, nobody is charging for performance. Everybody's just charging because they're managing your money. Yeah. And we think that's fundamentally unfair. So we have a success fee only when we do better than the market and better than uh, your previous high watermark, we get paid. Um, we have a, a, a low uh, annual management fee, but we don't have like a fixed cost like some of our competitors yeah, where you basically get stung every month for a fixed amount. Cool. And if you look at then a little bit wider, when you look at crypto, it becomes even harder, right? Yeah. And so what we're going, to, what we have launched now is a, uh, a platform that, that trades US stocks through algorithms with a success fee. And now we're expanding into the crypto space. Awesome. So typically who, who would your customers be and, and who's this product for? So most of our customers, they have, um, they have some experience in, in investing, but either have decided that they're not good at it, or they just have a small amount they want to, let's say, gamble with, and then the rest they want to have uh, with a trusted advisor. We see that our average age is about 29 to 49, so that, that makes us think that um, people do have some experience. When we have interviewed them, most of them has, have two or three apps. Mm. And uh, But the special thing that we feel is that 30% is are, are women. Oh, wow. Which is quite high. And also about a quarter of all our investors invest regularly. Mm. And that's without us launching any auto-invest option yet. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really... Uh, Chuffed by by the progress. I mean, if you if you take an account, Dexter, that we only launched in March twenty two, right? Wow. And now we have already thirty three hundred clients, thousands of investors. 
uh, yeah, the response is amazing. Fantastic. So this is March, just what we're talking two months ago. Yeah. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, um, and that started only in December 2020. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah it's, so it's, where, uh, did, where did you get the idea from for Unhedged, Peter? Uh, I, was, I was lucky and unlucky, and therefore I had the problem that a lot of people have who invest. Um, I was lucky that I was an entrepreneur uh, all my life and had a few exits. Uh, after my first exit, I gave my money to a money manager, and then after two years, I came back in Europe and uh, uh, had to pay a massive amount of money for the pleasure that he halved my money. And then I thought, that's a bit odd. <laughs> um, and so from there on, I started to manage my own money. And uh, because I'm a statistician, I'm, I'm lazy by, by nature. And um, I started to build algorithms to trade for me because when I did some research in the space, it was clear that emotional biases is the one is the thing that trips up most investors. They yeah. sell on the low end of the market, yeah. not not on the high end. And the decision making in a fund should, we believe, not be time based. So, like most funds, they say, "Okay, quarter is over. We're going to rebalance." No, it should be event based. Yeah. It should be data based, and that's and that's what we do. Awesome. Um- so there's a lot of competition in this space, Peter. How have you differentiated yourself? Well, we dif- differentiate ourselves mostly because nobody trades algorithmic. So that's one. It's just a new way. And there's a more there's a better acceptance now of AI in, in our life. So people are, are really warm to that. Second is that we're fairer, right? We have the success fee. That's extremely important. And thirdly, um, we have a app in which you can onboard with on an average of four minutes, but we see people from first click to investing. It on, sometimes only takes them 90 mm-hmm. seconds. It's, a second. it's extremely fast. So from a, from a, uh, um, efficiency point of view will really build the company from from the ground up and and i think that's the fact that we have so much talent on on board in the in the company and managed to have a proposition that basically resonates yeah yeah now we're going to talk about talent a little bit later but what i'm really really interested in is is how you've managed to go because i you know I've, i've not seen not seen you on the side of buses. I've not seen lots of advertising. And yet in a couple of months, you've gone to 3,000 customers. And was a pretty difficult kind of market to break into. A lot of barriers, you know, not just regulatory, but just I think, you know, kind of society-wise, there's always a reluctance to to kind of take on a product like this. How have you gone about getting, getting you know, that many customers in, a, in just a couple of months? Yeah, so so there are uh, several reasons for that. First, we have, uh, I mean, you said you would talk to talent later, but we have a few amazing growth marketers on, on, on board. Mm. Really, really, really good. But second, I think what we did was a, uh, was a tip I got from one of my advisors. And one of my advisors who was part of uh, Zip when they started. He said... Um, what you have to do 
is launch your product in a very lo-fi way yeah. and make sure that you get as much common back on how people talk about you and that language you repeat. And that's what we, that's what we did. So we, we had a lot of uh, exposure in the media and then we just monitored social, we monitored Reddit, we monitored another, th- uh, another few uh, platforms and we just looked at how do people describe us mm. and that we started to amplify and that works really well. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's one. The, the, the second one is uh, Dexter in, in April, the markets went for a dirt nap, right? They, they went down what X percent. Yeah. We went up 1.86%. Wow. Right? So at one point when people, the people are willing to trial stuff, but then what we see is they trial stuff with a few hundred bucks or a few thousand bucks. And when they see after a month that we score really well, they invest more. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think, and and, and then we, we don't even have a a, a, a referral scheme, mm-hmm. right? So which we will do later. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's remarkable. Awesome. Now I love what you said there about the 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 kind of branding piece because you know most businesses, most marketers will take brand and try and impose what they want the brand to be on the customer. You've done the exact opposite and said, hey tell us what you think the brand is and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll mirror that. Love it. Now, um, we were going to talk about talent and you kind of touched there on, on the growth market as it's, I mean, it's really difficult for people to attract talent. You know, if you, you're highly successful and well-funded when you're an early stage, stage startup and it's like, it's seriously difficult. What, you know, what innovations or what innovative ways have you taken to actually bring people on board because it sounds like you've got a really innovative way with a product. You've taken an innovative way with marketing. In my experience, what I often see is that, you know, people and human capital tends to be the last place in business where there's any innovation happening at all. Yeah. So, so uh, great question. Um, So there's a few things we do. I mean, we are extremely lucky that we, have a few people that came very early to us and offered to work for free uh, wow. uh, or, or, or for equity because we, we did something really different. Um, but then talent breeds more talent, right? Yeah. So when you get really A players on on board, they know other A players and, and then it's, it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier. Uh, another thing that we're really passionate about is how we work, and we 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 find that therefore we attract talent. It's hard to attract in any other way. So we are remote by design, but we don't just say remote by design. We're really remote yeah. by design. So we have asynchronous communication. Uh, we, our team is mostly in Australia, um, Sydney, Melbourne, Tasmania. But we also have uh, one of our quants lives in India and he lives in India. He's an Australian, but he lives in India for a while because his, his parents are sick. Mm. So, and we say, no issue, just go there. Yeah. Work from there. And that true flexibility is something that we see that, that works. And the second thing is that we have a female co-founder. Um, we, we see that that helps as well to attract all other female uh, development ta- talent and, and other talent. Fantastic. Um, 
Yeah. So, but, and, and personally, I have been involved in a lot of startups. Yeah. And I have found myself uh, collecting pieces of other companies that went later IPO or that were sold. And I have been a semi-active uh, angel investor. And you can create wealth that, that way. So every employee gets shares. Yeah. And, and I, I have a lot of discussions with other entrepreneurs and with VCs about, oh, I shouldn't do that. No, I believe that's, that you, you want to create a culture where you make all the decisions on the lowest uh, level possible, so on the executional level, and but therefore all the people need to feel as an owner. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's very hard to to build that culture uh, from from like uh, when you're a big company and want to inject it. Yeah. But when you set up a company from scratch, you can really, really do this mm. properly. Fantastic. Now, um, we talked about some of the growth that you've seen in the last 12 months. Do you want to talk me a little bit about that journey? Because, you, you know, it's only been, what, 12 months from starting the business to launch is, or, or thereabouts? Yeah. 16 months. 16 yeah. months, yeah. Ken, what, um, what were some of the challenges that you faced in that 16 months before kind of getting the product out in the market? Well, yeah, the, the, I think the first challenge was to, to create a proper founding team mm. because the founding team sets the tone for the rest of the development of the company. I've been, as, as you know, I've been involved in a few and I've seen that the founding team is basically the, the, the first thing that has to be awesome. And so that took me a bit of time because, you know, people have a life, so they're not always giving up their high-paid jobs to do something very exciting. So I need to do, yeah. need to do some convincing there. Um, the second thing is actually in the industry, uh, some things are really odd. Um, so for example, uh, in this industry, you need to have an insurance. So... Uh, a success, you only can uh, can be in the fund management industry if you have proper PII and other yeah. types of, of insurances. But insurers are not obliged to give you a quote. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah that's, that sounds like um, another <laughs> another one of the uh, you know, oxymorons of um, yeah. you know, fair yeah. competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and and, and the, fact, the insurance industry is a very strange industry because uh, during COVID, they they had so much risk uh, in their portfolio of of insurance that they didn't write any new risk. So, you mm. know. It, that took us a bit, yeah. so that, that was one that one the hurdle that we found was was pretty um, pretty pretty hard to overcome. But once you overcome, you forget that it actually happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but it took us a lot of effort in the beginning. Um, another, I mean, fundraising, of course, is a uh, is a big thing. But at the moment, we're raising, and I must say, when you have traction and a good team, and things start to happen, then suddenly fundraising yeah. is a lot easier. Yeah. But the first round, I can, yeah, I still remember that the first round I did with only a PowerPoint and an idea. Uh, that yeah, it took me six weeks to. Uh, to, to raise half a million dollars and it uh, had to come primarily from people who knew, knew me from the past because yeah. they, knew, they knew I had done it before. So, yeah. you know. 
Awesome. Well, look, we're coming to the the wrap up, and this is really your opportunity to, I guess, you know, kind of present to to our listeners and the fintech community why they should you know, consider voting for Unhedged. So, Peter, over to you. Why why should um, Unhedged win the People's Choice Emerging Fintech of the Year 2022? Uh, so, thank you for for listening and considering unhedged. Why unhedged? Well, unhedged will change this industry in a very thorough manner. We will show to the fintech world and to the broader finance world that you can run a fund and a wealth management business on success fees. The success of a client should be connected to your fees. And we're unique in that. The second thing that we show that you can build a very complex product in a very simple package. So algorithms are super, super complex. People want to invest and they have not access. They have no access to advanced uh, algorithms because that's only for sophisticated investors. We package that all in an app and in a fund. Secondly, why you should vote for us? We are going places. So if you want to support a company that in its second year will go international, that has already raised three and a half million dollars and is raising again, if you want to be part of a success, if you want to support the success, you vote for Unhedged. Awesome. Congrats, Peter, to you and the whole team at Unhedged on making it this far and all the best on the awards night. Thank you, Dexter. The People's Choice Award is brought to you by Tier 1 People, leaders in fintech executive search. We'll help you launch, scale and innovate by finding world-class people.